Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, I'm sharing a dream from Mark that has to do with a camping trip gone astray and a monkey cop. Yes, please. (laughs) We also have some catnaps about monkeys. We've got a curious George in there. We have eating glass, baby crocodiles, and Jesus, zombie hunter. You're going to want to stay tuned for that and also stick around for some more giggles with terrible, terrible dad jokes about dreams. All right, bestie, grab your monkey and grab Jesus, (laughs) and let's get started. Woo! Let's begin, shall we? Shall we? Hi. Hello. It it's nighttime. It's nighttime in Dreamland. That is an accurate statement. (laughs) I am in my pajamas. As am I. It's funny because yesterday we recorded as well, and it was morning time. (laughs) Yes. And now it is nighttime, and so I'm all off. That's all right. It's still going to be good. I guarantee it. <laughs> Yesterday, you caught me on my Red Bull high, and tonight, you're catching me on my wine high. Oh, well. That's a word. I don't know which is better, wine but I, I'm excited to find out. <laughs> we'll let the besties decide. Yeah, let's let's have your votes <laughs> come in. <laughs> Do you like Red Bull Mindy or wine Mindy? Well, I like both or water. Mindy's. Oh, well, nice. I like all of the Mindy's, but you know, some I appreciate that are a so little much. different than others. <laughs> but I love them all. So true. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm not wasting any time tonight, and I'm going to read a dream from Mark from San Diego. Oh my God, I know a guy named Mark who lives in San Diego. Well, it's Mark with a K, which is different than my Mark because my Mark has a C. I appreciate you letting me know it's Mark with a K. I don't think it's the Mark I know, but... I prefer Marks with a C, personally, but... I do like a C. I do like a C for Mark. I do. That's my preference. You know, I always have a preference one way or the other with spelling. I know. I don't... You're weird like that. I'm super weird. (laughs) All right, Mark. (laughs) All right. He titles this one, The Old Man, Two Buddy Cops, The Desert, and The ATM. Oh, Oh, it sounds good so already. If you're looking for dream symbols, they're already laid out. It makes my job a lot easier. <laughs> there they are. Let's discuss. <laughs> Mark begins. Myself and three friends were on our way on a camping trip. And we stopped at a place, which was a gas station, but it also had a house and an ATM machine. Oh, handy. The ATM machine was about a mile walk into the desert. Oh, my God. Not so handy. It's convenient, isn't it? <laughs> it's like one of those, like, rest stop bathrooms where, like, here's the keys. Right. This is a non-convenience store. <laughs> Not, I love it. Non-convenience. Have a hike in a desert. Grab a Gatorade. And we'll see you in a couple hours. A mile. Okay. That's a long time. I mean, long distance, but takes a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Both agree. Both. I walked to the ATM and fed it a bill, and suddenly it jammed. Oh, were you making a deposit? I hit the machine, <laughs> and nothing happened. No, my point exactly. Like, why are you feeding the ATM money? It should go the other way around. <laughs> Let that thing give you money. <laughs> I know I'm going on this camping trip. I need to deposit all my cash. <laughs> right. In the desert ATM. Just got to get it in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could be robbed. Really mm-hmm. easily in your tent. It is. It's very dangerous. Those doors out there. don't have locks. <laughs> Nor are they doors. <laughs> They're more like nylon doors. Okay. I hit the machine and nothing happened. The owner of the land came out and he claimed that I broke the ATM Uh-oh. and that I had to pay for the insurance. <gasps> mm. I told him I couldn't afford it. Well, yeah. But isn't, it, isn't that the opposite of insurance? Like, 
Why would you have to pay for the insurance for breaking something? Right, unless he's talking about the deductible or something, but I'm not And why is the ATM in the desert in the first place? Where do they get electricity? And what kind of company is insuring that kind of setup? That just Hmm. doesn't seem like a good idea. Or, you know, location for an ATM? No, not good. I bet it's solar powered, though. Oh, maybe it is, you know? Yeah, then it is a good it has place. To be. Why does it have to be a mile <laughs> into the desert, though? I'm sweating already thinking about it. Okay. Mike says, I can't afford it. We started wandering back to the car, and as soon as we got back to the road, the police arrived. Oh, no. Oh, oh. There were two police officers who were about 37 years old. <laughs> it's very specific. Very, very. And both of them a, the same age. Are they twins? They had a small pet. It was either a monkey or a dog. Wow. Who took a liking to me. Either? I feel like you would know (laughs) if it were a monkey or a dog. I would 100% rather take a service monkey than a service dog. I love dogs. Don't get me wrong. Um, But a police monkey? That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Maybe. I mean, Ever. they could hold a gun. They have thumbs. <laughs> they would be all like, I don't know if I trust the aim of a monkey with a gun, but yeah, a monkey could mm. definitely hold a gun. Their I tails see, are very strong. Yeah, and they could have a little belt with their gun on their belt and maybe a, a little nightstick. Oh, it'd be so <laughs> cute. <laughs> the monkey or dog was there for a little while and took a liking to me. But a few moments later, it was like it never existed and disappeared. The cops were very relaxed and gave off the demeanor of more like guys from around the neighborhood than the police. My friends went to the house while the cops and I started walking back to the ATM. Oh, no. We're going to revisit that scene of the crime there. <laughs> Poor Mark beating up the ATM in the middle of the desert. <laughs> I explained the situation to them, and they told me that the old man didn't have a lot of money and that we were actually on a Native American reservation. Okay. They they asked me if I understood what it was like to be poor. What? <laughs> okay. It's very personal. Very, very personal question but here. Mark said, I told him the story about how I almost became homeless. <laughs> Which in the dream seemed to be a real situation, but in real life, it never was. It was very, so, it very uh, much felt like I had lived the life of poverty when I worked 70 hours a week for pennies while going to school and still couldn't afford rent. I cried a little bit when I finished the story about, <laughs> when I finished the story and the two guys seemed genuinely moved. Wow. Good job, Mark. You really impressed the cops. <laughs> we got to the machine. And they could tell my story was true. (laughs) Ow! (laughs) I'll tell you how. Okay. We got back in the car and started driving back to the house. Uh, I thought they walked there. Why was... (laughs) Exactly my point. (laughs) Why, if there's a car, a road to the ATM, why are you walking through the desert to get there? Seems like too much Bad idea. Bad bad planning there. (laughs) We decided to take the longer way, just driving around for a while. The the longer way is driving? (laughs) The longer way is not the walking? walking a mile. (laughs) (laughs) During this drive, the cops had shifted into people who were famous actors. Oh. I believe it was supposed to be Ashton Kutcher's character from the movie Vengeance. Okay. The other was Glenn Howerton. But not oh. the character as Dennis, just Glenn Howerton being himself. I love Glenn Howerton. I love him. Love him. Hashtag. Oh, yes. What does Glenn Howerton dream? And, and is he a cop in real life as <laughs> no. well? Is he no. a desert cop? He's not a desert cop. Has he ever cop. played a desert cop? <laughs> He's played a cop, but not a desert cop. <laughs> For our besties who might not know. I'm not familiar with oh, Glenn Glenn Howerton. Howerton is one of the writers and creators and stars of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, one of my all-time favorite oh, okay. shows. Yeah, so he plays the character oh, It's Dennis. on my list to watch. 
Oh, yeah. It's, it's so funny. List. It's so smart. It deals with controversial issues, but like in a fair way, like you don't feel like you have, you're picking a side. Okay. They're just so smart about it. It's, oh, it's hilarious. They're always. It's a to, comedy though, right? It's a comedy. They're up to no good. They're like a terrible group of people. They're terrible okay. people, but, oh, it's so great. I need a good comedy. In yes. My list right and the, you'll usually we won't. try to like mellow it with like a drama mm-hmm. and one comedy. Cause like if we get too heavy in a drama episode one night, we'll try to like follow it with like, cause we like, finished Golden Girls, <laughs> right. the whole series. So we need something. Well, else. I would highly recommend Philly. Why okay, did I say that? Okay. I meant Sunny. That's okay. what we call it, Sunny. I would sunny highly, in Philly? I would highly recommend Sunny. It's great. It's a great ensemble cast, and it's good from episode one right off the jump. You oh, know, sometimes it hmm. takes a minute to get your feet. Yeah. But this show, mm-hmm. mm, chef's okay. kiss. Well, so, we, so <laughs> cops have turned into Ashton Kutcher's character in Vengeance and Glenn Howard. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just, just an interesting fact there. It's an interesting duo. We finally arrive at the old man's house, and apparently there was a third guy, seemingly unrelated to the police or the old man, who somehow obtained security camera footage of the ATM. Why wouldn't the old man have access to that footage if he owned the ATM? If it's his ATM, or is the AT- is he leasing the land oh, for maybe, the ATM? I'm not, maybe, I don't know how the that de- works. Like, yeah. I gotta get four square feet of my desert land for... <laughs> Your ATM and you give me a kickback? I'm, I'm not sure. It's not getting much of a kickback a mile away. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure those like convenience fees, those yeah. fees for withdrawing money are not adding up that much. Not good. <laughs> the footage proved that the machine broke on its own. The old man seemed indifferent with the outcome. And he <laughs> let me into his house, which had the smell of newspaper, dust, and antique furniture. Okay. I know that smell. <laughs> yeah. I went to the basement where my three friends who I arrived with were waiting for me. Oh. There were two bathrooms, and I went to use one of them. I sat down, and the toilet broke immediately. <laughs> and in a panic, I, I called a plumber to come out and fix it. <laughs> Hello, hello. Um, I'm at a house in a desert by the ATM. Uh, I broke a toilet. Do you mind? How, do, how did he know? Like, he just called and he knew the first available plumber. He just called immediately on his phone. Didn't have to do any research. He goes, I called the number for the plumber as if I owned the place. And he simply <laughs> appeared moments later. Best plumber ever. Right? Usually it takes at least a half a day. And you have to pay extra for that speedy service. At least, yeah. He was looking at the toilet, and he made it seem like there was no easy fix. I left the bathroom and saw one of my friends particularly looking guilty. I non-verbally confirmed that he was the culprit of the broken toilet. What? Even though the house was ancient, it probably would have collapsed anyways. Maybe he was the person in there before. You know how it goes. You know, you walk in second, second fiddle, and you and get the, you there's get a stench, yeah. and it's clogged. Mm-hmm. And then you get blamed for it. Yeah, that's that's a bad situation. Problem. Yeah, that's a tough spot. <laughs> the plumber asked me what I wanted to do, and I told him I wasn't the owner of the house. He seemed surprised and annoyed, and he told me I shouldn't have called him if I'm not the owner. We all walked upstairs, and I found the old man chatting with my mom of course where did mom come from mom's there. mom's there she was very obviously faking this southern accent while being extremely emanated earnestly trying to get along with this old man i was at the peak of my stress and her being there doing this fake accent being outrageously animated seemed so out of place that i that it just amplified the stress oh my god why was she doing She was only there accent? for that glimpse, and then she was gone. Weird. Mom shows up for just a second. But mom added stress, that's for oh, sure. Oh, mm-hmm. All right, I know this is a long one, but stay with me. We're I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I introduced the old man to the plumber, and he said he didn't want to fix it. But eventually he decided to do it. I was feeling guilty that I put the old man through so much. But it was time for us to go. 
Then the cops appeared with a stack of cash and told me it was mine. <laughs> and that the old man would eventually bill me, but this would cover it. Bill you for what? For what? Breaking the toilet? The the toilet and the ATM? But the well, we ATM already knew he wasn't guilty for the ATM. Prove that. And then some other proof showed it was the it, guy in front of him that broke the toilet. Send him where the bill. Where is this <laughs> money coming from? Right, this bag of money. Well, this cop's dirty money. Like, why is he sending a bill? <laughs> On our way out, the old man offered to sell us the land and the house. He said if I stayed, he would be my employee as long as I stayed and worked. And eventually I worked, would, nope. And eventually I could work off the debt for the land and the home. I was stunned and genuinely considered it for a moment. But then I thought the house was such a desolate area. I told him it wasn't really for me. No, I don't think so. I don't want this desert farmstead. I'm that good. is falling apart at the, you know, barely the touch of a <laughs> the fingertip. The toilet's broken. <laughs> toilet's broken. <laughs> Everything's falling apart. No. Not plumber at least comes quick. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a plus. That was like a special portal or something that the plumber got there that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> he was like teleports through the toilet seat. Like, hey, I'm here. Let's Hi, everybody. <laughs> Sorry about, I'm a little bit wet. I'm a little stanky. Oh, gross. I got my plunger. Got my plunger. As we were driving away, I had a flashback to what I told the old man afterwards. And that was, I would get him in touch with my brother, who would take him up on the offer to buy his house. My brother apparently went to high school with the two cops, and it would just be a better fit for everyone. What? My friends and I then found ourselves back at the gas station. Oh, God. Our campsite was still six hours away. Jesus Christ. It was Christ. already evening. <laughs> I can't. I'm so stressed out. <laughs> the gas station was also an antique store with the layout, but it was just like random bottles of liquor for sale, spaced <laughs> out on glass shelves. Okay. <laughs> I woke up, but I felt like I should have kept sleeping. I wanted this dream to continue. Interesting. Interesting. What did he want to happen next, I wonder, Mark? Wanted that dream to keep going. You know, sometimes when I get these dreams and I I categorize them as bizarre, funny, Mm -hmm. nightmare, neutral. And this one just kind of seemed like a neutral dream to me. Like, it's nothing super stressful other than the fact he kept breaking everything but (laughs) but like it's not one that you like wake up and you're like oh god i want to get back into that dream and see what else happens it's like yeah "Mm, some more normal stuff and maybe breaking something and twin cops (laughs) 37 year old cops 37 year old twin cops brooke (laughs) this is not your dream fantasy but it's okay well i just i'm just manifesting remind you I'm just manifesting for myself, <laughs> putting it out there. Okay, so to get into Mark's dream interpretation here, uh, it kind of seemed like the Twilight Zone to me, right? It was off. He is going on this camping trip <laughs> with mm-hmm. his friends, and he gets to this gas station, and then hours on end are spent <laughs> in this strange homestead desert area. Yeah. Very- until he gets back, and he's like, well... Back to normal. You know what I mean? It almost seems like they were transported to a place, like some weird Twilight no, Zone area. It is because it's like it starts and ends the same. Just these kids kind of on a road trip going camping. Yeah. But then the middle part is like, what? What happened? Why? What? So much. How'd you break the toilet? Like, <laughs> how'd you beat up the ATM? Well, and just why, one good punch. Why didn't the store but, take a debit or credit card, though, either? Cash only. If you want that liquor bottle on the on that Mm-mm. shelf, you want that. What's the crappiest skull vodka? Oh, you, you oh. Gotta pay cash. <laughs> gotta pay cash. I know that good stuff. My question is: Is why is the ATM again? Like you just said, why is it so far away? Why is it in a desert? <laughs> why do you have to like? Th- but they got there in multiple ways. They walked there. He, they walked back. They walked there. They drove back. 
Yes. Lots Seems of like the transportation's ways. a little bit weird to me. <laughs> Why is he putting money into the ATM? Yes. I mean, I have made deposits into an ATM, but like not when sure. I'm traveling and, you know, is the time where you might <laughs> need to have cash, especially when you're in the middle of the desert and the only store right. around only takes cash, apparently. So I wouldn't be making a deposit at that time. No, no. And why is it so difficult to get to? I mean, like, you think money, monetary things are usually of value. Is there something of value that's hard to get to for him? Yeah. But here's the theme I want to focus on is why is he being accused of breaking everything? (laughs) Why? He's being accused of breaking the ATM, which footage show he didn't. Right. He was accused of breaking the toilet, (laughs) which he knew and his friend knew it wasn't him. Right. What does it have to do with him? What is it that he's not necessarily being accused of in his life, but does he feel under scrutiny for something? But I feel like in this dream, he's so confident in his convictions. Like, no, I know who yeah. I am and what I did. Yeah. Maybe and I didn't this dream is more of like a, a personality insight. Oh, wow. It's just a reassurance of who he is as a person. I feel like Mark's a confident person. He he knows what's the truth. Like this shit is happening. Like literally this shit is happening. And he <laughs> still takes control of the situation. Like he never exactly. loses his cool. You know, he's just kind of mild mannered the whole time. And everything just kind of settles and kind of works out. It's just like, yeah, you're right. I don't know. I don't know what that. I think that's an interesting is. point because he does keep his cool. Up until one point, and that's when his mom showed up in the dream. Oh, I... But that's the point where she was impersonating someone. So <laughs> is it that he doesn't like disingenuous people? Does that is that like one of his pet peeves? I know who I am. I'm confident in who I am. I know the truth. And then if something comes into his realm of conscious, like his, his real life that's yeah. ingenuine, disingenuous, it, it bothers him. Well, I mean, it and really bothers him. Really quick. Yes, because mom yes. was only in the dream for a hot second, and all he was concerned about was that fake southern accent. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Something really irked him or something triggered him yes. with her pretending to be someone else. So, yeah, I think you might have um, scratched the surface on something there a little bit. And he doesn't talk about emotions throughout the dream. Even though he's being accused of something, it wasn't until his mom came that he said it was, he was feeling stressed. Mm-hmm. That was the only emotion that he mentioned in the dream. So I feel like that's, that's an interesting point. The last part I want to talk about is the selling of the land. God, I forgot well, about that even part. Even though he was like, accused of breaking several things. He's like, here, This please. old man trusted him enough to sell him his whole homestead. And be willing to be his employee. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, just, I feel like Mark's like, just a like, well-liked guy. I think he's a good guy. I think he's and a good guy. He's like, and, he, and in the end, he's even honest. He's like, you know, I appreciate the offer. <laughs> I just don't see myself living so far away from a target. So can <laughs> I offer this, my brother, this opportunity? And it's, Yes. I mean, and where did that come from either? Like, why out of nowhere he brings his brother into the dream? Like, no, 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 it doesn't work for me. That could have just been the end. Like, no, thank you. But no, he has to be like, no, I don't want it. But my brother probably does. Like, how does that all of a sudden enter into the dream world? You know, it's just right all over the place. And in though many of the dreams we read, and this is why I picked this one because it was so different. You know, we often focus on things that might be a problematic or a, an issue in the life that needs attention. I feel like this dream is more like he's confident in his life. His yeah. unconscious is like, yeah, man, you got it. You are on point. You're taking care of shit. You know your truth. You know the things that bother you. I see this dream as nothing but positive reassurance of who he is. Wow. Wow, that is an interesting twist, Mindy. Yes, I love that. We don't ever really see that. It's always some kind of issue or problem that is being dealt with, but I like it. I like that interpretation. And Mark, if you know where we can get a service monkey, police cop monkey, please let us know. Hit me up. (laughs) We'll go to the ATM. We'll meet you at the ATM. (laughs) Well, I'm not walking, though, in a desert. Am I? I mean, 
That's a lot. I mean, it, well, we'll drive. A mile's fine, but in the desert, that's just hard. We'll drive. Well, you can right. drive there, just too. Just take the cop car. We'll take the cop car. I guess. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mark. That was That was great. So if you're super cool like Mark and you want to share a dream, it's so easy. Or a dream story, all you have to do is go to revelations.com slash support. You can buy merch. You can submit your dreams. You can join our sleepover squad, which has excellent footage that you can only get on our sleepover squad. And also, of course, follow us on all the socials. We're there. We're chilling. We're having a good time. Brooke, 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 that brings us to catnaps, which is, you know, your favorite part. <laughs> Would you like to start? I liked You know what we should really do is get each of your each of your cats. your feline children to meow into the microphone. Oh and then it would be like catnaps, meow, meow, meow. Oh my god, we yes, have to. I can I'm just saying it's I can do this. I can make this happen. <laughs> okay. Brooke has never taken a task of this podcast more seriously than this one. No, I'm She's like, like I'm I am on going it. to record my cats. <laughs> I'll have it. I will have it tomorrow by seven a.m. <laughs> yes, I think that's so cute. Okay, Anyways. all right. Yes, yeah, so cat naps, bestie. If you don't know, are where we just read a bunch of dreams. They're short. They're dream stories. They're premonitions. Just anything to get through a bunch of them, so we can share all your stories. Yay. I will get started. I have um, a few tonight that are kind of short and sweet, but I like that. All right. This is Megan, and she's from Chicago. One night after reading Curious George as a kid, I had a dream that I was in the jungle when suddenly Curious George popped out and bit me. I was transferred to a hospital. Bad monkey. Bad monkey. (laughs) He he was obviously not on the force. (laughs) No, he was not a trained monkey. <laughs> not a monkey unit. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, Megan says, I was transfer- transferred to a hospital where my older brother was the doctor. He basically told me that I was terminally ill and the monkey that bit me was poisonous. Oh. <laughs> I'm not aware oh. of any poisonous monkeys out there, but that doesn't sound good. Sorry, Megan. Uh- if it's any monkey, it's not going to be Curious George. He's just curious. He's just He's a just curious, curious monkey. I don't, I don't believe it's that. It's not called Poisonous George. <laughs> poisonous George. Co- poisonous George and the man in the big yellow hat. <laughs> it's a whole different series of books now. It's a whole it's different the direction. dark side of the series. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. Curious George style. Poisonous George. Poisonous George. Thank you, Megan. Oh, and thank you, Mindy. <laughs> I love Poisonous George. <laughs> okay, I've got one from Emily, and Emily's from Stillwater, Minnesota. Okay. When I was in my early teens, I had a dream that my dad took me and my three siblings camping. Oh. We stayed at our camper near a beautiful lake surrounded by tall, thick woods. It was absolutely gorgeous, and I remember it being very peaceful. Sounds lovely. My dad told us to get firewood, which is located at the gift shop near our site. When we went in, the front of the gift shop looked like a typical gift shop that you'd find in the northern states. Coffee mugs with bears on it, t-shirts with bears on it, pretty much anything with bears on it. I love love it. it. I mean, it is like anywhere in Wisconsin. Uh, I I have been to this um, convenience store, this gas station. <laughs> I, I've been to it. <laughs> but as you went further into the back of the gift shop, it slowly began to morph with the woods, except these woods weren't peaceful. Oh. They were terrifying and dark. The trees were so tall and they fully blocked out the light. I remember turning to my siblings only to see that one of them had gone missing. We started yelling and searching for him, but we couldn't find him. I wandered more into the woods trying to find him, but I couldn't. When I turned to go back into the gift shop, I couldn't see it or find it. Um. Not only that, but my other two siblings were gone as well. (gasps) I was completely alone and screaming in the dark of the woods, hoping they would hear me. And then I started to run in the direction. I came in, but it was just more and more dark woods. And then I woke up. Scary. I thought it was going to be one of those 
one-of-a-kind things, but now I've had the exact same dream two other times. <gasps> each time in the dream, I try to tell my siblings we shouldn't go into the woods, and each time, we still do. I want the day when she writes back and lets us know the mm. last time she had that recurring dream, because yes. I love to know what the resolution is. Like, what is causing it? What happened I that do stopped love it? I love that. Wow. Yes, I agree. Like, finally, you become so dream aware. You're like, we're no, we are not going in there. And nope. then see how the dream shifts from yes. there. At some point, Emily, it has to shift. let us know. Please. And and don't go back to the the bear gift shop. We don't we don't need mugs. We don't. We're good. We have enough. All right. Got Brad from Orlando. I had a dream I was a superhero fighting a giant baby. I mean like giant. <laughs> I didn't really want to hurt I it. I don't want to change those diapers. <laughs> oh no, thanks. Big Ooh, hard wee. pass on that. Ooh. That baby better get potty trained. A-S-A-P. Means giant diaper poo. Mm. No. I don't even know what two feet a giant He's baby. Okay. I don't want to see what comes out. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't really want to hurt the baby, but it was destroying buildings and I didn't know what to do. Eventually, the dream ended with no conclusion, but it still makes me giggle at mm. how ridiculous it was. <laughs> yeah, it was, Brad. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. It's, yes. It's like the movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, where that movie love watched so many times growing up. I loved love. it. And then the, the one where it was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, I Blew Up, I blew the, up baby. the Kids. <laughs> blew Up the Baby yes. or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, maybe... Maybe we don't need giant babies wandering around. I mean, no, they're hard to supervise that And way. that baby is destroying buildings. It's not a well-behaved baby. They probably baby. don't mean to. They, <laughs> the baby just, does, you know, doesn't know what it's, it's doing. It's like my dog, who is just like too big for his own brain to comprehend. And he just <laughs> doesn't understand his size. My brother's cat is, that's exactly how he always <laughs> describes it. He's like, he has no concept of his body. It's like he'll just mm, nope. plop down somewhere and he'll be half sitting on another cat or just like <laughs> right. on something. He's like, no awareness. No, no awareness whatsoever of his size. <laughs> Moving along, this is Nora from Newark, Pennsylvania. Okay. Nora. Hi, everyone. This is my first dream submission. <gasps> Yay, Nora. I u- It's N-O-R-A, Nora. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I usually go out like a light when I sleep, and I can barely remember my dreams. However, my dream last night was odd. <laughs> in it, I was in my bed, but something startled me by biting me. Ouch. And at first, I thought it was a squirrel because, <laughs> because I was running around trying to get off my leg. You know, everybody knows that, that signature squirrel bite when you're laying in bed and you're like, God damn it, there's a squirrel in here. <laughs> right, Again? That's the funny part. It's like, what? Why would squirrel be the first thing you think of? I know. It's like sure. spider, maybe, you know, like, ah, oh, spider bit me, you know, it itches. Not like no, that had squirrel. to be a squirrel bite. <laughs> Definitely be. a squirrel. <laughs> After screaming and my roommates trying to come help me, they got a woman from downstairs to come and get it. And it was her baby crocodile. What? <laughs> I was so baffled that I woke up. Because if your brain thinks it's a squirrel, it's way easier to comprehend than a crocodile. I feel like those bites would be very recognizably different. Different. (laughs) Yeah. And why why is it okay for your downstairs neighbor to have a baby crocodile? Yes, and that baby is not going to stay a baby, just so you know, people. I think I would check that lease agreement because I'm pretty sure it says no crocodiles allowed. Yep. Sorry. I mean, you're otherwise it's a super high deposit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Could you imagine? Reporter. Just think how big that thing's going to get. <laughs> it's going to break all the toilets. No bathtub's <laughs> going to contain that crocodile. Oh, man. This one's like a one sentence, two sentence, but your dad will like this one, Mindy, I think. This is Howie. Oh. He's from Oceanside. I was a zombie hunter with Jesus. (laughs) We had to go into the world finding people we suspected of being zombies. 
and healing them with magical herbs. And that's it. But I like the idea. Not prayer. Not prayer. Herbs. Jesus. Like, zombie hunter. Jesus is like. <laughs> Jesus. Zombie hunter. He's like. Um, okay. Father, I know these prayers aren't working, so just give me some magic herbs and a couple, like, sharp, pointy objects I can stab in their brains. And we're, we'll get it taken care of, but yeah, prayer wasn't working. <laughs> we needed those. And, the, I mean, magical herbs. Magic Jesus. Ooh, Zombie oh, fighting oh, Jesus. Wow. Magical herbs. Mmm. What kind of magical herbs was Howie having before this? Yeah, and why question. didn't Howie share? <laughs> We want zombie fighting Jesus dreams just like anyone else. Yes, of course. Please, please and thank Let you, Let us Howie. know how it turned out. Yes, I want yeah. to know how it continues. The, the saga continues. I would take Jesus on my side for that. I, I, would, I, I would take him. I mean, he can heal lepers, right? Like, zombies are pretty much... He can much heal. He can make wine just out of water. <laughs> yeah, that's the best tool. I Helpful. need... Jesus here right now, like, get my bathtub <laughs> full of water and change that shit to rosé. <laughs> oh, no. Start praying, Brooke. Start praying. I, I, I'll try, but I don't have the magic herbs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way your bath water is getting turned into rosé is with magic herbs. I call Mindy later. I'm, like, high off shrooms. I'm like, Mindy! I have the magical <laughs> herbs and I'm drinking rosé right out of the tub. And she's like, oh, God, Brooke. <laughs> you're no, drinking Brooke, bath you're salts bath and water. bubble bath. Gross. <laughs> Unplug the tub and time for bed. <laughs> time for bed. <laughs> like that dream, though. <laughs> Love it. Yes, thank you, Howie. I've got one from Omar, and Omar's from Dallas, Texas. It's called Broken Glass and Mouth. Oh, I don't like it. I can tell you right now, Uh not good. Right from the title, we don't like it. We don't like it. (laughs) I had a recurring dream that I was being held captive in a beautiful house setting, and my captors were magically making broken glass appear in my mouth, and I had to gingerly spit it out. Oh. Gingerly. like Not like, get it out of my fucking mouth. It's like, oh. You take the napkin like you're fancy, and you're like, oh, excuse me. Dab, dab. Glass. But I mean, if it was a lot of little glass, you'd have to be super careful. Either way, it's not good. No, it's not good. Any glass in your mouth cannot. Or ingested. They did that to someone on Oz. They crushed up a whole bunch of glass to what was like a fine dust almost. And then they put it in the guy's food repeatedly until his stomach basically Mm-mm. like exploded because it was all cut up from Blood the inside. Out? Yeah. Well, <sighs> that's what Omar is going through, but he's gingerly spitting it out with his <laughs> napkin very, very job, proper-like. Then my captors would make more appear in my mouth. Ugh. When I first spit it out, it was sharp and dangerous. But after several times of spitting glass, it started coming out smooth, more like beach glass. And oh. I eventually realized I could just leave. <laughs> and then I woke up. That's the best feeling, the best isn't it, Omar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fuck. I don't need to eat your, your glass? I'm just going to take I'm off out. now. <laughs> I'm going to dip out. <laughs> Did I give you enough glass for your art projects? Your mosaic? You're like not really sure what my point or my part of this project is, but thanks and bye. (laughs) He does finish it with a little bit more. He says, I've had similar dreams where I'm in a way forced to spit out glass that just manifests in my mouth. There's never glass going into my mouth. It's just always there and I need to get it out. That's interesting. That's interesting. It is interesting. Hmm. Why? Why, why, why? Omar, if you could like readjust that brain part to make it spit out diamonds, yes, that could be well, way more satisfying of a dream. I think he's getting close, Gems, though. jewels. Because it started with Isn't sharp glass, then he got the nice yeah. like beach glass. He's on his way to diamonds, I think. Maybe you can start with coal and then work your way up to diamonds next mm-hmm. time. And share, share with us. Let us know. We'll take diamonds. (laughs) Thanks, Omar. 
Thank you so much, Mark, for your neutral dream. <laughs> but it was a very, very interesting twist on what we've seen previously. So thank you for sharing. And also, we had some great cat naps as usual. And thank you to everyone who submitted some. Keep them coming. Wonderful, wonderful. Mindy, how was your day? <laughs> it was fine. I worked. Great. It was great. Super. Got a lot accomplished, I feel like. Okay, yeah, that's good. good. Do you how think was your day? It was, it was same, same, but you know what? <laughs> I feel like every day you could use a little laugh. That's just my opinion. Yes. I think you should laugh every day. I agree. And that's why I'm friends with you, by the way. <laughs> well, vice versa. I mean, you make me laugh more than anyone. <laughs> but I do work with someone every day who loves sharing jokes with everybody, mm. loves mm -hmm. making everybody smile, and they're all terrible. They're all the worst <laughs> dad jokes. Like dad jokes? Dad jokes. So I want to share some. Some dad Yay! jokes about okay, dreaming, <laughs> about dreams and nightmares and stuff. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 cool. What kind of dreams do hotels have? <laughs> Sweet dreams. Sweet, S-U-I-T-E. Yep. Nice. Okay. Do you ever see the Will Ferrell, um, who is the other guy? Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg, dad. It's just called like dad jokes. It's on like. Oh no, uh, they have they have something. No, I have not seen it. I would love. Yeah, they have like an Amazon. This. I don't know. It's just like a sn something on like YouTube where it's they just sit back and forth and they read like the most stupidest jokes to each oh, other and they try it. not to get each other to laugh. Oh my god, those yeah. two! I've heard. I think we've talked about this. I've heard Will Ferrell is one of the hardest people to break. Like for as silly as he imagine. is, I've heard he just is great at just. Holding it together, I I I would not be yes, good at yeah. comedy. <laughs> no, you would you you are the laugh track of life, Brooke. and that's what I love about you. The laugh track of life, I love it. That's what I'm gonna put on your headstone, by the way. Please, Brooke, well, the laugh thank track you. of life. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I like it. it. I've already got it ordered. <laughs> Do you have certain plans for me, Mindy? It's pink. It's pink, by the way. Oh my god! And it's love and it. it's. Diamond encrusted. Oh, you know okay, me so well. Okay, maybe cubic zirconia. That's okay. Encrusted, I'll take it as I can long as it's diamond. sparkles. But maybe Omar can help hook us up. Yeah, Omar. And then, and then it's just going to say, Brooke, lived the laugh track of life. <laughs> 1982. Well, please make it. 2050. Okay, thank you. I was like, don't make it like tomorrow. That's, that's pretty good, right? It's really you lovely. Know. I love it. Thank till, you for making my till plans. October 17th of 2023. <laughs> like, shit. Gotcha, I got to get some stuff I got done. a discount. <laughs> I got a discount. Okay. Last night I had a dream about fishing rods. Turns out it wasn't real. R-E-E-L. Yeah, it's a bad one. All That's right. a bad one. I had a rude-ass dream last night. Some disembodied voice said, hey, want to hear a funny joke? I'm a fan of jokes and do what voices <laughs> tell me in my dreams. So I said, yeah, sure. Then my eight alarm goes off. Sorry. I ruined the punchline. <laughs> yeah, ruined. That's even better. It was a bad joke to begin with, but then you ruined the punchline. And then I ruined the punchline. Yeah, sure. Then my 8 a.m. alarm goes off prick <laughs> it's bad that one's bad i dreamt i saw a color i've never seen before but it was just a pigment of my imagination <laughs> like figment <laughs> yeah that's not good that's why they're bad but they're bad 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 they are <laughs> what kind of horses have scary dreams um, I have no idea. Nightmares. Mares. Oh, <laughs> see, that one was a little better. I'll give you that one. That one's good. Okay. okay. That's my number one so far. <laughs> a wise man once told me to never give up on my dreams. That's why I keep sleeping. 
<laughs> Different kind of dream, but... I like that, though. It's, it's true. It's cute. Yeah. Nine years ago, I asked the girl of my dreams on a date. Today, I asked her to marry me. She said no both times. <laughs> I don't know why that is funny. That, that's stalkerish and a little creepy. creepy. Weird. I don't understand. I mean, I know it's dream, not like sleeping dream, but... My girlfriend told yeah. me she had a dream about me cheating. It's sweet of her to have dreams of me being happy. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Okay. I like that one. Okay. Okay, that might, that might outrank the mayor one. That's, okay. uh, that's my number one so far. Um, why did the proctologist have nightmares? <laughs> mm, don't know, Brooke. Why? He's seen some shit before. <laughs> I like that. That's good too. I just had a nightmare where I was ugly, but I just woke up and looked in the mirror. Dreams really do come true. <laughs> <laughs> also good. A little better on that one. I just had a nightmare about Mexican food. I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> Taco about it. <laughs> yeah, that one sucked. They're all pretty bad. <laughs> What's a horny pirate's worst nightmare? A sunken chest with no booty. <laughs> I know. It's so bad. Is that every man's nightmare? Uh, no booty? Yes. How do you describe someone who can't wake up during a nightmare? N- who? What? How? Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> <laughs> Shaken, not stirred. Get yeah, it? yeah. Shake it I'll put them in the, mid- the middle of the pack. I know. It was a weak attempt at some dad jokes, but you know. I don't think you would have cracked jokes. Will Ferrell on a single one of those. <laughs> oh, really? I feel no. like. Here, let me see. You're right. Mm-mm. No. Stone faced. I don't think so. Stone faced killer. <laughs> Well, those are some dad jokes Thanks for, for you. Thanks for lighting it up. Thank I you. I don't know if they'll lighten your day or not. <laughs> it, it did something. It did something. <laughs> well, Brooke, other than finding some dad jokes, how was your day? <laughs> oh, no, that I was busy day? all day with that. <laughs> no wonder you're exhausted. <laughs> I'm just so... Oof, tired. Um, no, my day was kind of um, just worked and it wasn't mm. very exciting. So <laughs> that's my life. Sorry, it, just, it wasn't anything <laughs> exciting. I mean, this is the exciting time of our day. It, this is the most exciting part of the day. But it's like Thursday and I <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. The older I get, the more I'm okay with that. Understandably. What did you do today? Anything exciting? Besides work, no. But I think the exciting part, I can tell our besties, is, and I mentioned it briefly last week, was we have officially rehomed our Red Cross Savior Fish from Fishmageddon 2.0 from last year. Oh, We finally have our aquarium, again, up and running. Um. So if you don't know, we have a, it's a 180 gallon reef saltwater tank, obviously. It's gorgeous. And saltwater, they have to go together. <laughs> they a saltwater fish tank. We have been struggling with this fish tank for a year. So when I met Mark, we had a fish tank. I enjoyed, it was a big fish tank I enjoyed having in the house. And then a year ago on this podcast, you would hear me talk about mm-hmm. how it started leaking through the floor and then... We had to save all the fish, and a year later, we finally had the contractors, a custom-built tank. We have three clownfish, Nagobi, (laughs) who have been living in less-than-ideal conditions. They They were in the slum for a year. Oh, But now they've upgraded. Things. They're on, like, the Upper East Side in the new they're tank. They're moving on up? Yeah, they are. They're, they're, uh, <laughs> they're moving on up. They're Jeffersons? <laughs> yeah. They're um, thriving and swimming, and they're so excited to be in the new tank. We oh, bought some new corals, yay. so, like, life's coming back to our little saltwater ecosystem, which yay. I love. I love 
seeing it. I love just watching it. It's so it's so oh, calming it's so to me. Soothing. Yeah. Just to like so we have like snails and hermit crabs are all in there and just to like look at it and just see like a little hermit crab like digging through the sand. I could just sit there for ten minutes just watching like one little hermit crab move like it's like a live screensaver. It is. It's, no, it's perfect. I always am relaxed when I see like water images and things like that. So I can't imagine, you know, just being able to be like face to face like, oh. They're looking so good. Lovely. And so this week we're hoping to add some more fish. We'll have to get, you know, we have to replace the dory and a yellow tang and a six line and a what we call the purple yellow All fish. All of the kinds. Like we have <laughs> to restock our ecosystem. But they're doing good. It'll and be it's fun so nice. to watch it grow. I know. It is. It's such, you didn't so get simple. to see it from the beginning last time. He yeah. already had the fish right. when you. Yeah. So you get to watch this ecosystem grow, which I think is super cool. It is fun. It is super fun. It's so cool. relaxing. So, you know, we just the other night we were hanging out, listening to music, and we were both just sitting watching the fish tank. It sounds like <laughs> such a lame date night. But, you no, know, we've been I married for a while. And so we just sit there and, like, we watch our fish and, uh, Enjoy some music and if you can do that, you know you're meant to be together. I mean, if <laughs> right. that's all you need to do, is sit need. there in, in silence and watch the fish, that's yep. love. That's love. love. Good point. Good point. <laughs> I'll keep you updated how our little uh, fishies grow. Please do. Maybe post some pictures. Oh, I will. Yes, I'll add them on our social. Yes, yeah, so you guys can see the new the new fish. Yay, baby fish! All right, bestie. That wraps up another episode. Do us one favor, and that's tell your best friend about the podcast. That's how we grow. We know You know it. We told you this a million times. Well, actually, 102 <laughs> times by now. So just yes. do it. I mean, come on. How many times do we have to tell you? Tell somebody about the podcast. <laughs> you can tell. It's not that hard, people. <laughs> Hello? Listen to this podcast. Two, two sentences. You can tell your best friend about the show. You can tell your favorite desert cop or just any cop you know. Just tell them about the podcast. You can tell your favorite gift shop owner as you go in to buy those little cute bear mugs and t-shirts. Tell them about the podcast. Mm-hmm. Or tell your favorite Jesus-loving zombie humber. <laughs> zombie humber. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus-loving zombie humber. <laughs> I didn't even say humber. I said humber. I thought you said a humper. <laughs> Tell your favorite Jesus. Zombie humper. Uh, uh. <laughs> that would be better. Oh, my God. That would be better. <laughs> okay. I need to hang on a second. <laughs> Zombie humper. Or your favorite okay. Jesus-loving zombie hunter about the show. Bestie, that's how we grow each and every week. We see those numbers come up because you are sharing with somebody. We appreciate that. So thank you. Yes. Thank you indeed. All right, Bestie, until next week, watch out for those poisonous monkeys out there. And sweet sweet dreams, bitches. Dreams, bitches.